Section 5 of The Wavy-Tailed Warrior This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Adrian Stevens The Wavy-Tailed Warrior by John Breck Of the tick in Tommy's pocket, which wasn't a bug after all somebody's always falling into dr muskrat's pond nibble rabbit did it the very first time he saw dr muskrat so did tommy peel as i have just told you but tommy didn't care a bit only he didn't want to go home with his clothes all drippy because his mother would make him drink some yarrow tea to keep him from catching cold you know and it's every bit as bad as the dose the old doctor gave nibble it doesn't taste like more it tastes like never again so he took off his wettest things and hung them out in the sun to dry you ought to have seen nibble rabbit and striped skunk and tad coon all stare at him even dr muskrat was surprised here watch he said to tommy's dog don't let him skin himself he'll die Ho, that isn't his skin laughed watch that's just his fur he does it every night i know because i sleep in his room that's a kind of cage he sleeps in so i see him good gracious exclaimed dr muskrat are you sure yes put in nibble rabbit chatter squirrel said he'd seen men this way he told me about them the night we were all in my little cornstalk tent hiding from the terrible storm he said they had skin like a frog only tan like my throat or pink like the inside of my mouth tommy's a little of both so he was he was getting a fine spotty sunburn but he wasn't nearly as pink as he would have been if he'd gone swimming like the boy's chatter squirrel had seen only you can't swim and catch fish at the same time you scare them and tommy was having such fun fishing he wasn't thinking about swimming or anything else he even forgot all about the big shiny watch he had in his pants pocket you know the kind a big cheap noisy thing that took much more than a ducking to stop it and it was fastened to them with a jingly chain well it was nibble rabbit's long stick-up ears that heard it my but that was a funny sound it was tad coon's handy paw that went after it my but that was a queer-shaped slippery feeling thing and it was striped skunk who guessed what it really was it's a bug said stripes after he had sniffed his pointy nose against it and tried his teeth on it i never saw one just like it but a bug it is lots of them make that sort of ticky noise when they're ready to bite open their hard cases and shake out their wings this one must be just about ready by the noise he's making and he scrooched down his ear to listen i never heard them do that said nimble rabbit course not they're buried in the ground when they do it said tad we dig em up and eat em maybe watch will remember where tommy found it nibble suggested he wouldn't pay any attention if he couldn't eat it or chase it <laughs> sniffed tad 
he was afraid watch would take that shiny noisy watch away from them and he wanted it to play with tell you what stripes let's bury it and then when it comes out it'll go right to laying its eggs and we'll have lots more just like it sure agreed stripes and he went to digging nibble helped a little too he'd seen tommy put a clam in his pocket the one tad coon had given him you know so he didn't think this was at all out of the way besides if it was a bug and it did come out of its case in tommy's pocket it might bite him and believe me that watch was big enough to hold a mighty big bug they dug a nice hole and they buried tommy peel's watch down in it and patted the earth smooth then tad coon lay down right on top of it so he'd be there when the thing that was making a noise inside of it came out by and by the fish stopped biting and the mosquitoes began tommy could hear louis thompson over in his own field calling his cows well tommy thought he'd better look at his watch and see if it was time to go home he'd left it in his pants pocket tied to them with a jingly chain his pants were on the ground beside tad coon and tad was asleep he never opened his eyes he just squinched them tighter shut than ever when tommy went to pick them up they wouldn't come because they were tied to his watch with that jingly chain and the watch wasn't in his pocket it was buried right underneath tad coon when tad saw tommy was bound to have it he got up and looked around as surprised as could be excuse me said he was i in your way are you looking for something and when tommy began to dig up the watch tad dug too quite politely as though he were glad to help him find it but he didn't fool tommy's dog watch said tad coon what have you been doing i was just burying that bug you can hear it making a noise inside the hard case tommy's dug up again owned tad it would come out if he'd let me take care of it by this time the dog could see the shiny noisy watch ticking away on the end of its jingly chain you silly thing he barked and he made so much noise that louis thompson let his cows go up to the barn alone and came to the fence to see what was happening he didn't come over it because tommy peel wouldn't let him but he climbed up on top of it and saw tad coon grabbing at tommy's shiny watch there's a bug inside tad was saying stripes said so too don't you stripes it sounds like one answered stripes cocking his ears and nibble and dr muskrat both agreed that it didn't seem like anything else they had ever heard but tommy's dog just jeered bug i was doing that when the deep snow was all over the ground and there wasn't a bug it was doing that when the deep snow was all over the ground and there wasn't a bug stirring tad coon wouldn't believe him he turned it over in his handy paws and sniffed and listened again it is too a bug he insisted and it'll come out very soon i can see the crack it's making he meant the place where the back comes open by this time tommy peel could see what he wanted so he opened his watch and showed tad the little wheels that made all the ticking and then wasn't tad coon more puzzled than before 
It certainly wasn't a bug, but what was it? Even Tommy's very own dog didn't know that. It talks all the time, he explained. I can't ever hear it say anything different, but it seems to tell Tommy to go and do something. Sure enough, Tommy Peel looked at his watch and whistled. Hey, said he, I didn't know it was so late. We ought to go up and do our milking. And he was just slipping it back into his pocket when Louis Thompson called out. Please, Tommy, let me come over and see your animals. Honest, I won't hurt them. Splash went Dr. Muskrat into his pond. Flick went nibble into the pickery things. Scratchy scramble went Tad Coon up into a tree. To flap, to flap, went Striped Skunk for his hollow oak, his pigeon-toed feet just slapping the ground and his long draggly tail trailing between them. Nobody stayed but Tommy's dog, and he was bristling and growling. Oh, gee, said the bad boy, I only wanted to look at that cute one who was clawing at you. How do you make him come to you? I don't know, said Tommy. Maybe it's because I feed them. You see, he didn't know he'd made any compacts with them. Nobody could explain it to him, but it didn't matter because he really meant to keep them. What do you feed them? said Louis. I wish they'd be like that with me. Growled Tommy's dog. It's all sticks and no bones wherever you are. You'd have a better chance of making friends if you'd say. Wished I'd be like that with them. But even Tommy didn't understand him. End of section five.